This is the Hunt, Trap, and Horns podcast. All right, welcome to the first episode of the Hunt, Trap, and Horns podcast. And we got an exciting one today. Talk about the recent mountain lion hunt just had. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Sweet. So I guess we can just get into it. You got any questions before this? start this not really man i'm just excited to get going um it's a pretty crazy story some a lot of people have been following it a little bit on social media kind yeah. of over the course of a couple of days so no let's dive into it so yeah we're at one week from today was when it all happened so yeah so I, dylan wasn't able to make it on today so we may do another one just to recap from his point of view also in the near future or something but so it all started last Friday. He was over helping work on this wall right here behind us. And um, we went out here into the corral and um, noticed some bobcat tracks that were cruising around. And so I was like, let's go get my trail cam that was still up in the canyon um, near here and put it up and see if the bobcat's coming in regularly or not. And uh, so we went up to go get it. We went up the road and we're on our way back down and we got out and there's blood in the road and we were looking at it and stuff and there was a bunch of coyote tracks and there's one cat track and um we kept going down the road a little bit and stopped and my trail cam's probably only 50 60 yards off the off the road but it's hidden really well and as we started hiking in we got about 20 yards from the truck and i looked up and this cougar started taking off up the hill and we didn't there's only 60 yards to where my trail cam was so i didn't have the gun with me it was in the truck and so i just so was, tur- it like, was it like perched above you on rock it was there was what we didn't know at the time is there was blood there we didn't actually find the deer carcass but there was a bunch of blood where it had killed a deer that it was at and so it started going up the hill and actually entered um, one little patch where there wasn't any snow and that's where I noticed it going up and my first glance it just I made me do a double take and I looked up and just was like froze for a second it was like holy because I've never seen a cougar in the wild before till now which is crazy and um, so I just turned and was like there's a cougar and Dylan hadn't seen it and he was off to my left maybe five or six feet and he was just walking um, kind of in a little of a ravine and so I just turned he froze because he didn't know where I was talking about at the time and so he was thought it was maybe like he could have been 50 feet in front of us it could have been a mile away he didn't know and so I just turned around and sprinted back to the truck got my gun came back and of course it had already gone up onto the bench and so, so he, I just, so Dylan hasn't even he, seen it yet. He no, nope, he no. Nope. Like, like, yeah <laughs> yeah he just froze but we had this similar thing happened before last year when i saw a wolf we were seeding some skid trails and um i was up above him a little bit and he was down below and a wolf had come about 70 yards below us and i just was like dylan wolf and he was it was he was behind a tree where he couldn't see it and so he froze also and never saw that one also so he's we've been in this situation before um so, yeah, I ran back as fast as I could, got the gun, came back, showed Dylan where it was. And on our way up, that's where we noticed where the blood was. And um, 
so we started tracking it was hard because there was we were in and out of snow and on rocks and it took us a while but we went up the hills really steep and rocky as fast as we could to overlook the next bench and um never never got a glimpse of it so we started trying to find its tracks it took us probably a good 20 30 minutes to find its fresh tracks in the snow um and it was probably about 100 yards from where i actually saw it we were able to see a little bit in the uh, mud where it was but it was really hard to track and so we finally got on its tracks and we followed it for four hours through a bunch of like nasty caves and rock slides and stuff and no didn't really have much hope but we're just um following it oh closer my bad um you will hear me better now yeah okay and yeah we're following it through these rock slides and um caves and it was pretty cool just to watch where it traveled and everything and picked up a shed along the way which was cool as well and just it was around one and we gave up gave up hope on finding it was the tracks were getting harder and harder to follow and so bailed off back down ended up getting the trail cam and everything and uh came back down to the house and so it was the next day about nine nine thirty i believe it was i think it was closer to nine and i was like i'm gonna go up just by myself go check and see where um where we saw it the day before maybe had came back to that cougar kill or the deer kill or anything so i went up hiked in a little bit sat looked didn't see nothing and on my way back down the mountain i looked down into a different canyon and it was walking down the middle of the canyon i just couldn't believe it i was like i had never seen a cougar before and then now i've gone two days with two different sightings most likely the same cat but it was yeah still two different sightings of the same one and at both in mid-morning not even like at dawn or dusk or at night or anything like most people see him was there was there a kill down there though where I, I mean, uh, wasn't there? Uh, we said there was a deer kill. Well, I'm just, I'm trying to think of. I mean, you think of deer or something else like that because obviously I've never hunted for cougar. Mm-hmm. But like it to be back the same day in the exact same area. I like think it was just crazy. living there, just based on the habitat. Like okay. it's just, it is perfect cat habitat. We, um, in some of the videos you can see, there's bobcat tracks that on top or right next to the cougar tracks i mean there is predator tracks everywhere just because it's a super predator rich area environment mm-hmm. it's just between the caves and then where the deer are funneling through it just it just brings the predators to that area and so there's been known i mean we call it cougar canyon where we've seen it at <laughs> and for a reason definitely now yeah for, sure. for definitely even more now than before but just it's that's what we've called it because there's just tons of sign in there and there's been a bunch of cougar sightings in this area in past and so um yeah so i looked down saw the cat just walking down the middle of this canyon and i immediately laid down shot and it started it started going in circles and rolling around and everything i was like holy crap i just hit this right. thing like i couldn't believe i, really, I see it i yeah, got a shot i guess <laughs> all i mean it's just unreal it's, all happened very yeah. quickly i imagine yeah i mean seconds because if i had waited probably another two seconds it would have been behind the tree line and i wouldn't have been able to see it probably no yeah two seconds and on the way up the mount i had already gone by it oh, and so you're coming back down. yeah i was on my way back down 
And the other thing I forgot to mention is when Dylan, when I mentioned that Dylan and I got out, we're looking at that blood on the road. Um, we were within 150 yards of that cougar on Friday and didn't know. Just had, oh, it was wow. literally just right over the knob and we didn't know. And so, and then, so back to the shot, I shot once. Um, I had figured it was a little low by the way it reacted. And so it was going all crazy and it gets back up and starts limping away kind of jog limping and i was like oh crap so i laid back down again and shot one more time was unsure of the of the shot because it was moving and everything and so i was just processing what just happened then it went out of view couldn't see it or anything what after that shot and it left out of view what was like first thing going in your mind my first thing was i do not know where i hit it at like I was unsure. So the first thing I did after I got back up, when I was singing this, I grabbed my rangefinder and ranged, and it ended up being 330 yards, which was, pro. I mean, it was definitely further than I thought, and I hadn't aimed for 330 yards. And I'm using a Tika 270 T3, and which has been an amazing gun. I've killed a lot of animals with it, from moose all the way down to coyotes, and so um, I have a lot of trust in that gun. But I usually no i've killed a bear this bear right here at 350 yards and i had aimed you know high shoulder for it and hit it really well but i hadn't done that for this and that's when i was like i knew that first shot was definitely low and the second one i didn't even know if i hit it and so that's what was going through my mind i was like i don't know what the shot looks like now thinking back on it and knowing how far it was Mm. um and so i came back called dylan i was like i just i told him i had just hit a cougar because i didn't want him to think that i had shot it and it was down or anything and his first reaction was with your truck and i was like no i actually shot one and um but yeah i just didn't want to have lead on and be like it was dead or that i already found it because i i had no idea and so he came up it was probably like 30 40 minutes we uh the closest easiest access was about a quarter mile farther away from where I had actually shot it at. And so had to hike in that quarter mile, got to, um, where I shot it and it was, it was all right. Blood. It wasn't, I mean, it was, I mean, you obviously could tell it wasn't lung or anything like that or liver, anything that was, you know, going to be, it was going to be dead within 50 yards or whatever, but it was a steady stream probably every four to six feet there was some sort of blood and so it wasn't terrible but it wasn't great also i mean in the video you can hear me say it doesn't look good and so we start obviously not like a gusher yeah no yeah Yeah. and so i i had lost a little bit of hope when we got to where i shot it at because i thought with it flailing around and everything after that first shot that maybe you know, there's gonna be a bunch of blood around and even with it doing that there, it wasn't spectacular. So I, we started tracking it. Um, and it was going, it went uphill too, which is a bad sign when an animal gets injured, it started going up. And so at this point I was not feeling great about finding it ever. Well, there's probably, yeah, a lot of those second, you know, thoughts going Mm -hmm. through your head, second guessing yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, um, but the, we were still on blood and it was also, it was pretty warm that day. Um, 
there was still a little bit of fresh snow in the canyon where it was cold and the sun hasn't been shining at all so it was easy to track there but as it started going uphill uh we got in and out of snow which was really hard to keep track of right. it is that when i like called you yeah i, I believe I so talking about podcast youtube you know yeah. filming stuff and you're like oh hey or i think you texted yeah you're like I, i'm on this you know cat trail I'm like, oh we'll get back to hunting <laughs> yeah yeah and <laughs> it was just hard to keep keep on the tracks but we we did and um you could tell in spots where it would stop it gets a little perches or rocks and it would stop and there'd be an okay amount of blood um maybe like four to five inches in diameter little puddles and stuff and then as we keep going we kind of wrap around this uh northeast side of the mountain and get to where there's more snow and all of a sudden we find some like stomach lining or the fat around the stomach um in the blood trail we're like whoa that's like we hadn't found any of that before any sign of it being shot there and it was like maybe i did hit it on that second shot but it had to have been low also because I still wasn't figuring for 330 yards. And um, then we find two more places where found that just that stomach lining or and fat and stuff. But there was no actual guts or anything, you know, yeah. like in some cases where you see people sh- got shooter like, you know, I have in the past got shot a deer on accident and you can see guts in the blood trail. So, you oh, know, sure. even bile. And stuff. Yeah. I mean, you see all the colors. Um, Especially on snow. Yeah, but we weren't seeing that at all. And so we figured it was probably at low as well. And so we keep tracking and it goes into this nasty draw, which is pretty crazy because it's the same draw that I shot my first bear in as well <laughs> in 2016. It's a so <laughs> it's a pretty good predator spot. Yeah. And um, it's like nasty alders and or willows and stuff. And, um, we're trying to follow it through this stuff. You know, I got my gun, we got our backpacks and everything. We're just getting caught up, going slow. And then all of a sudden we come up to a spot, it goes uphill again, like straight up for probably about 10 yards and starts getting into the big boulders and rock slides um, and follow it. And then I keep going, get to, yeah, about 10, 15 yards up the hill and it goes into this cave. And you, there's icicles next to it. I don't remember there's icicles that have fallen off and broken. And there's blood going over top of the icicles and everything. So I knew it was still bleeding pretty decently. We were still following decent blood. And it had gone quarter, probably quarter to half mile, you know, side hilling and uphill, still bleeding. So I, I, was, I had mixed, you know, mixed feelings because... I mean, that's pretty hard on an animal, you know, when oh. they're injured to be going side hill and uphill and still bleeding, you know, every they probably got, now is like five to ten feet. Yeah. Going uphill yeah. Bleeding. Yeah. But so I, how, when you did you know right away that or had a feeling that it went at least into this like cave? He, um, I knew it had gone in, but I didn't know if it was still in because what tracking it the day before it was in and out of caves and there's different exits. And that's what the problem was with this area is the boulders are so big there's exits everywhere i mean they can go in one spot and out others i mean even 20 yards away and so um we tracked it into that cave and i went up to the entrance um which is actually not the entrance you see in the videos um where we went in at but it's just the the different spot where we it went in and we're 
looking, couldn't see anything at all. And so we went up and around and we're looking to try to find any exits where it came out the other side. Cause we figured with us tracking it, pushing, you know, we were pushing it, which probably wasn't the best move either, but, um, that it probably skirted out a different way. And we went all around the above and below. I mean, within 50 to a hundred yards of this cave to see, check all the openings and never saw any tracks out. And so we had come back down to, it was right on the other side of where it had gone in at. And as you can see in the video, where was the main um, entrance that we could see in. And I looked down in and then I saw blood in the bottom of it. So I knew it had come in from that one way and um, on the back side of the rocks. And so we're sitting there, we're listening. I go up above and I'm trying to see any cracks down in. And it was too dark or there's too many rocks and I couldn't see. And so I, we sat there for probably, I don't know, 30, 30 to 40 minutes listening and trying to think what to do. Cause we were both like, do we look in? It's like, is it dead? We don't know. Or is it alive? And so we just were contemplating. So you took the shot, so there's no drawn straws. Yeah, here, <laughs> yeah. And so, just trying to figure out what the best move is to not get injured, you know, and but to also recover the cat. We don't want it to go to waste or anything. Mm-hmm. And finally, I started sneaking in, and I mean, we really weren't prepared well, how, for. How, how did you get to the point of like? All right, I'm just going in. I actually called um, called a buddy and talked to him. And he was like, you know, people do it all the time and don't get attacked and everything. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a good point. Jump he's off that he's like, bro. yeah, ga- game wardens, you know, go under decks and get them out for people and stuff. And so I was like, yeah, I mean that was a good point but also some people do get attacked so (laughs) but i was like i don't i really didn't want it i wanted to find it (laughs) yeah and so i started sliding in and i only had my phone as a flashlight we were really not prepared for this um and then we were so (laughs) yeah we were so like jacked up on adrenaline and everything when i had called them that we weren't thinking just weren't thinking straight we were just so excited that something actually happened like this so I started going in and the and when you go into the cave there's a opening that goes down below where it had come in at and then had gone up continuing underneath the cave. And so I looked down there you can see the bubble where it came up and then if I look to my right there's like a vertical rock in the back and I could see blood on that and it's about, you know, from me to you away in there probably. I mean just a couple feet. And I'm looking and there's one other hole that's in between these two spots um that's it's only like an eight eight inch by 10 inch hole 10 inch by 12 inch not that big and so i was looking there and didn't see anything so as i'm sliding in and you can i'm just trying to figure out how the blood is on that vertical rock and where it could have gone because it looks like it's a vertical rock and there's the top of the cave like i don't know where it could have gone and as i slide in and look i see that the rock actually stops and go extends back and right as that happened the cat's face dropped down from that still alive and looking at me and i i my i was only so far down i could only see its mouth but I, it had looked down to see to see me and as soon as i saw i was like freaked out got back like, out of there really fast how close were you probably from 
uh, probably a little bit closer from you to me right now. So you're like yeah. Three to four feet. I would say I I estimated four feet was be. Oh. Yeah. So like if we both would have put our arms out, we definitely could have touched easily. Five. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, definitely probably within that four feet mark. And um, so I jumped back out, and it was just like he's still alive in there. And so and at that point, I wanted. I wanted to kill it, but it was a bad spot because it was actually up above me and it had to, if it was to, if it was to get shot, it was probably going to come back out and it was going to be on top of me and out. And hopefully it wasn't going to get me over top of me and goes out. But I was like, it's not, it's not worth the risk at this point to do that. And so we talked about it, contemplated. I tried sneaking both both of us tried going in to see if we could get a different angle to maybe get a shot off and it started growling at us and getting uh yeah just getting antsy and everything and so we're like yeah we'll back out for now let's come back tomorrow it'll probably die overnight i mean we followed a decent blood trail and it was going through rough terrain it can't be feeling that good especially still being there um yeah because there was other exits for it to get out if it wanted to and um, so we backed out that night, and then it was eight o'clock the next day. Started back in, got in there, and we—I figured it—it it was. I gave it a seventy-five percent chance that it had left, and we weren't gonna find it. Twenty-five percent chance it was in there dead, and. And I mean, we even talked about that, and like, obviously, we were hoping it was still gonna be there, you know. Uh, but like I honestly, I was like, "There's if it was still alive, it, it after being pushed that much, especially four feet away, yeah, it has to be at least crawling out somewhere else, trying to find it, at least a nearby cave." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was definitely thinking: is it was going to go somewhere, and my worry was we weren't going to be able to figure out where it went. Mm-hmm. And um, so we get back there, um, and I wasn't as nervous this day because I figured it was. If it was in there, it was going to be dead because it was in there all night bleeding. And so I slide back in, have good flashlight and everything now this time. And I'm looking, slide in, and I look up exactly where it was before. And it, there's nothing there. Like, And I could see the whole everything where it was. And there's nothing. I was looking for like any sign of fur where it maybe slid into the um, cracks of the rocks or anything and nothing. I was like, what the heck? And so I'm looking, and you can see this in the video on YouTube, and all of a sudden I turn to my left, and in that little hole I was talking about before, that like 10-inch by 12-inch hole, I see eyes looking back at me in this hole. And it's a little bit farther away now, um, maybe, yeah, 8, 10 feet in there maybe, something like that. It's really far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, probably right around like 8 feet-ish. It looks a little bit farther with the GoPro, at the yeah, way it looked in there, but sure. – um, yeah so and it was just looking just like blank stare at me and then i was like oh maybe it's dead and just looking this way and so i kind of backed out a little bit and was telling the guys i was like it's in here but i can't tell if it's dead or alive and so i got going to get closer and then it blinks and i was like oh my god this thing's still alive and then i mean i feel bad but i was like, I just can't believe it's still alive after all night in there with two shots in it. And so I got back out, 
got my pistol loaded and crawling. And it took a little bit. I tried holding a flashlight in my hand. I like like that part. You crawled back out and then got your pistol and loaded. (laughs) Yeah. I I think I had it close, but I I also had the flashlight and the GoPro when I was going in. And so I didn't have it it necessarily in hand. And so um, it took me a little bit to get oriented in the cave where I could see it with the flashlight and hold the gun and shoot it. And... um, yeah, it was just a tough angle where it was laying. And I figured I was just going to shoot it just right between the eyes was what I was trying to do, just get it killed. And with the angle I was holding it with one hand, I wasn't necessarily, like, looking. I couldn't get my head to look straight. Where I could get my gun to look in that hole, I couldn't get my head to look down. It was tight. Yeah. It, it was really tight. And um, so I just held as close as what I thought it was to his head and shot. And got out of there super fast because I didn't know if it was going to try to come out. Um, but it was, it was a better place because I knew it had a tiny hole to get out of. And it was below me. So it um, I just felt more comfortable in that position to shoot it compared to the day before. And, uh, yeah, shot so it. In a cave like that, 10 feet is a hell of a lot better than three or four Yeah, feet. for sure it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, was just, I could tell I felt way more comfortable and. So I got out of there real quick, and I mean, as a lot of you guys saw, if you saw it on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, I wasn't wearing hearing protection. I wasn't thinking my adrenaline was going so much just to be that close to a live mountain lion. I wasn't thinking straight, and so I didn't have hearing protection on. So when I got out, I could not hear anything. Like It was just like the movies when you hear a bomb go off, and everything goes like slow-mo, and you just hear like that slow whine. That's what it felt like, and like it, it was just weird that they the movies have it exactly right how it feels, and so I couldn't hear for a minute, and then I started getting back a little bit better, but it was still ringing pretty good, and we hear heard it in there starting to rustle around, and we all got ready, we're like it may be coming out, and it was just like doing its death wiggle or whatever it, in you there. Have no idea that yeah, like, yeah, coming couldn't out, see or is it. it doing the, yeah, and um. So we waited then for probably 10 minutes or so. And we're like, man, it, I had to have shot it in there. Because I still wasn't sure where I'd hit it at because I got out before I could see anything. And um, so we get a long, about 10, maybe 10-foot-long 10 stick or something and start poking in there from the outside. And, and then we felt we hit it, and it wasn't moving or anything. Then I, um, I can't remember which one of us crawled back in first, but one of us did, crawled in first, and... Um, poked it with a shorter stick and yeah, it was dead for sure. And so at that point, then we started like kind of celebrating a little bit, like the whole chaos of, yeah, for (laughs) sure. The whole chaos is like of being in there with a live cougar is over, but now it's in this super tight spot and then we got to get it out of it. And so we put, uh, rope on the end of a stick and try to get it over its leg and pull on it, but it kept slipping off, and we messed with it for a while. And through that little hole um, to try to get it out, and finally I went in and had gone up where I saw it the first day where its face dropped down and then dropped back down the backside of a different rock where I could then reach it and pulled it closer to us and put a rope on it and gave it back out um, to Dylan 
and they pulled it out through that little hole. We're able to actually get it out through it. Thank God it hadn't died overnight because then it would have. I don't know how we would have gotten it out if it would have been in rigor mortis. And so, oh yeah, yeah, because it, it since it was soft stiff, enough, we were yeah, able to like pull, yeah, pull it out, and it was able to maneuver its way out, even though it was still really tight to get it through there. Yeah, if it would have died in there overnight, I don't know what we would have done to get it out. It would have been really, really tough. Quarter that thing up in a cave, I guess. And man, one thing I won't forget is just how bad it smelled in the cave. Like its cave just stunk. It had definitely been living in there for sure. And um, so fun. Yeah, they pulled it out, got it out, and then that was like, man, we really started celebrating because we were kind of wondering for a little bit if we were even gonna be able to get it out of this cave, and then that would have really sucked to have it go go through this process and not be able to retrieve it. I would have felt really, really bad. And um, finally got it out, took a bunch of pictures and everything, and it was, yeah, it was just like setting in. That I had just shot a mountain lion, you know, without dogs, got it baited up in a cave in the whole process, didn't get injured in the process. It was, it was just all like settling in and, you know, just feeling so lucky and grateful that I actually got it. Kind of the, and, the flood of feelings of just like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's done. So I know, yeah, there was some family members that weren't thrilled with my decision <laughs> to go in there um, with it, but. They were thrilled until you told them exactly how you got the coup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, man, it was just so exciting. And there's nothing that I've ever hunted that is like made my adrenaline go like that or feel like that before is just because every time like you come around a corner you're like is it in this tree is it under this rock where is it hunting me now like you just never know chances i mean weren't high that it was doing any of those things but you never know when you're dealing with cats well, like yeah, that it's probably even the, the first day you saw it it's yeah. sitting up there looking at you and you're just like you know you, you have no idea like yeah how many times have you gone up there you know and probably all these predators are looking at you oh hey there he is again yep yeah no idea oh i'm sure it was watching us a good chunk of that first day on friday and we had no idea yeah just like us being within 150 yards had no idea and and even when it was in that cave and we thought it was probably in there we still weren't 100 sure and we were within you know 15 feet of it that half an hour while we we're standing outside and weren't 100 percent sure it's in there and it was and it was, and it was within yep it was within 15 feet of us that whole time and uh <laughs> yeah it was it's just a crazy experience and it's definitely one i'm never gonna forget and i just never thought it would you know i've spent a lot of time in the woods different places and i've had two different sightings of things at night that I'm not sure what they were, you know, it was just at the end of my headlights and I couldn't tell you what it was, but um, I've never been able to confirm that I actually saw a cougar before. And so I, to actually see one, shoot it. And yeah, it's just, it was awesome. And so now you got it out, happy pictures. Then, then what? So then we were in a, yeah, we're still in that pretty nasty canyon. So Dylan and I just tied rope. He tied one rope to the back end, and I tied one to the front end, and we just kind of maneuvered our way out of there on top of the snow. It was just like a sled and got out um, to 
back to where we could get a vehicle to and then got a vehicle in there yeah and brought it down yep and brought it down and yeah people came over and looked at it I and everything told me, and I'm on the way <laughs> yeah yeah it just doesn't happen very often you know i mean no one in my i've had i don't even know if i have anyone in my family that's killed them before here um i'm sure there probably well, is like somewhere I, down the line but yeah, i know where you where you got this cat at too you know it's like i've gone up that road through this country many many a time so has a lot of other people yeah you know i mean just use this access road and it's you know nope never seen one yeah i've been up there hundreds of times never seen one yeah it's like you two days same i mean pretty much same rough location right yeah and then man you got a shot yeah two shots but i mean that's also i've worked on on the ranch you know that i live on now i didn't actually shoot it on the ranch everything was actually done on state ground which is pretty crazy oh, for awesome. yeah i didn't know that i thought it was all i thought it was a private nope every where i actually shot it and where it died was all on state ground the access to where i got to it was through the ranch yeah, um yeah. but uh yeah so it actually all happened on state ground and Public um land cougar huh? yeah <laughs> Uh, that's a whole other story too right there yeah that was that's i always thought if i did show it, it was going to be on the ranch somewhere you know where it's not as pressured or anything because where i yeah shot it from people have access to and everything and like where i shot my first bear that was all state ground and i hiked in from the state um from the state section and yeah so i thought maybe i was going to shoot one someday on the ranch somewhere but never did and here at the house we've had um three cougars with a mom and two kittens killed a deer about 60 yards from here last summer and we never saw them and they were 60 yards from the house while we were here um yeah they're just so stealthy and hard to hard to see and yeah when i've worked here since i was 16 drove up that road every single day up and down every single day never saw one and just this day perfect apex predator yeah I mean, they are literally perfect at what they do or need to do to survive yeah i mean it's yeah i've heard they kill one deer a week is roughly what they yeah, i mean i'm sure they sometimes it's more sometimes it's less just depending on the year but and with all the time money and technology i've spent chasing deer yeah i even get one in a year sometimes <laughs> give me a break man <laughs> they're just they're perfect they're perfect yeah. killing machines when it comes to large game that's what was crazy just like putting my hands on it for the first time i was it's like this is just crazy like this is the apex predator here now i mean now that we got wolves coming in you know they're up there too with it but like it was just crazy i just put my hands on it for the first time and yeah i want to go do it again because the adrenaline rush is just crazy it's so much fun to do and i think put in time in the places and go find their um kills and stuff i think you could actually get it done you know every couple years if not every year if you really put in time finding where they're at and getting the areas where they are and i think especially now and i'm just talking i don't have experience so keep that in mind (laughs) doing cougars so but it also seems like they are not nearly as pressured as they used to be because you're not hunting with dogs you know expect you know especially public ground state ground um so they're not nearly as pressured as far as hunting pressure. Now there's all the obviously other things, people, traffic, 
you know, this time of year, you know, cross-country skiers, sleds, snowmobiles, you know, whatever, maybe some coyote hunters, stuff like that. But not a lot of people going out. Or, I mean, I hardly – I don't know really anyone that solely goes out looking for yeah. a cougar. Yeah, I don't either. Bugs, you know? Um, so not to say that they're more comfortable, but I think it, it definitely could be possible. If you find an area, obviously, where you're at was a little more dense, densely populated with predators, you mm-hmm. know, um, especially – thinking about the seasons we had also with the heavy snow i think that's what really did it you know congesting that you know biomass of prey for them to eat on it's like you could definitely have a legit shot yeah put in the time yeah because there's so many deer now that are hanging out here that would maybe be another thousand to two thousand feet above throughout the whole winter but since the amount of snow we've gotten they're all down here now which is bringing all the predators down here Mm -hmm. lower and um yeah i think this year would be the per- would have been the perfect year to do to trap and to yeah just predator hunt in general cuz they're all down low mm-hmm. yeah it was it was exciting that's just all i can say is it was exciting so you you got it down here you hung it that's pretty much right i showed up a little bit after that and then uh you were you were doing the work with the knife uh what was uh what was going through your head when you started skinning it out Man, I, I just still was in disbelief that it happened. Like yeah. I was just still even I was for like probably two or three days. I was just in shock. I was just like going through my phone, looking at the pictures. Like holy crap, that's me holding the mountain lion that I just mm-hmm. killed. Like that's really I was just in disbelief. Um, yeah, I'm thankful for Dylan to you know be out there and help. He just helped me on a lot of tracking jobs, and this one was definitely a definitely a doozy and. That yeah, was it was rough. fun. I know you're in rough country. <laughs> it was. It was nasty. We were lucky dogs. that, yeah, yeah, I mean, we had almost just as – probably a better chance of getting injured trying to track it in those rocks and everything, slipping through. And, um, yeah, there was a few times we fell through the rocks, you know, waist deep and stuff just because the snow was hard to read where oh, the yeah, cracks were and everything. That. I mean, you, your ankle, knee, yeah. something, and yeah. So we got really lucky there as well. It was just a lucky weekend right. <laughs> is what it was. <laughs> That's um, awesome. But yeah, I mean, it can be done. Like this guy on Instagram over by uh, uh, Spokane area, I think, and they just found a moose kill and was able to track that cougar down. And they killed a big tom too. I think it was 170 some pounds. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I saw that. But yeah. But yeah, they put in time with it and got it. So looking back on this, what are a couple things you thought you did like absolutely right to get it done? Well, definitely just being consistent. You know, we could have thrown in the towel. Yeah, we could have. There was multiple times on that blood trail. I think we easily could have given up hope and just bagged it and been like, "There's no way it's gonna happen." Um, yeah, because just we just stayed consistent. There was times we lost, we lost blood. I think two or three times and started just doing circles and trying to find, um what where we most likely would have gone and we'd go like maybe 50 or more yards and be like oh we found a little bit of blood and then we'd get back on for a little bit that glimmer of hope just to keep yeah. you going and, uh, and then we would lose it where we'd get out of the snow and we'd just do circles around the snow pad or around where it was dirt and in the snow and try to see where it went out at and would finally find it um so i think that was definitely a big key to yeah, being successful in this because, yeah, we could have given up for sure mm. on it and not had hope. And, you know, it just would have 
it would have died in that cave and no wouldn't have you know that just been upsetting just like it is to lose any animal so oh, yeah it just it makes you feel like it's a waste a waste of a kill yeah well and then i know i have to commend you for that one too because i know a lot i personally know guys that would um <coughs> excuse me that would they, they would have i mean because it is rough terrain where you guys were that is a rough i mean it's a face that is just staggered rock cliffs snow ice <laughs> yeah you know uh, but they, they would, I, you know, they'd give up even on a, on a deer, mm-hmm. you know, even I've seen probably even more sign almost, yeah. you know, um, for you guys to keep going on that one and you're at that, you know, terrain with spot, you get a consistent blood trail, but spotty. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's saying a lot. You're not, you're not quitting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just huge. So now looking back, what are a couple of things, anything that you would have done different? Um, man, I really wish I would have ranged first, but I, looking back on it, I realistically don't know if I would have had time I to have ranged and then lay down and shoot. I think it would have been out of sight, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Been rough, even if you knew the range, you would have been rushing your shot. Yeah. It would have been way more rushed. Yeah. Even though it was already semi rushed, it would have been a lot more rushed and could have been even worse. But, um. Yeah, so that is definitely one I wish I wish could have happened. I'm just not sure if it actually could have happened realistically. Um, you know, going in, I don't know. I, you know, going in the cave definitely wasn't a smart move. Just got lucky that it all ended up. Go, going in well, the cave the first time or second even without a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> at the ready. Oh, hearing protection would have been. Oh, hear, yeah, yeah, that's a good that's, one. Jan's uh, hearing protection. Yes, that because yeah, it was. Now we're sitting at se- seven days since I killed it, but and I don't have any more ringing in my ears. But there for two days afterwards, I still would be sitting at work and it would start ringing. Oof. Yeah, so that probably that's probably the biggest one I wish I would have done throughout the. Yeah, throughout the whole process. But other than that, man, I can't think of anything off the top of my head besides those two um yeah nice yeah i'm yeah, sure there's some stuff when i look back on the video that i'll be like oh i could have done that differently but you know when your adrenaline's going that fast it's hard to think straight sometimes so oh yeah for yeah sure. it's hard to make always the sound best decision where you're you're more of a trying to make a decision to get the end result yeah <laughs> for sure yeah, I was glad I also had the right gun with me because before that I had been carrying my coyote gun, so just two, two, three, and for some reason that's what's really weird. Also, is for some reason that day when I went up the hill, I threw in my two seventy instead, instead of my which I had always been throwing in my two, two, three. But for some reason I threw in my two seventy, and that I don't know. I mean, at three hundred and some yards that. 223 bullet i don't know if it would have been enough to injure it enough to put it in a cave i I don't know or i mean i don't know i'm not very good with the ballistics on that gun i just got it recently so i don't know what it would drop and i may have may have completely missed it with that gun you might have so yeah i was glad i had my trusty 270 with me also (laughs) oh yeah yeah but yeah, that's pretty much the whole story. I got it down. Just going to get it tanned up like these bears are here and 
have it in the podcast studio hopefully in a couple months hell yeah man that's yeah. awesome well congrats yeah thanks um it was <laughs> glad you're still here too. <laughs> yeah me too it was, it was awesome and glad family got to come see it and be a little bit a part of it and yeah, it would have been cool to have my brother here. He's down at school right now, but he's always for like the last probably, I don't even know, three to five years he's talked about going and trying to track a cougar. And um, we just have never gone and actually done it. But yeah, it was, it was so I think he would have been really excited to be on this hunt. But hopefully next time, maybe next year, go f- try to find him one, which would be cool. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Cool. Any more questions or anything or anything that I left out that I told you that I don't remember? No, I think you covered it pretty well, man. That's a pretty epic, crazy story. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you came close, I mean, face to face with the cougar multiple times in a confined space. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty intense. Yeah. And it's your first, you went from literally no sighting to multiple sightings, shot, tracking, face to face encounter. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you got your cougar fix. Yeah, I did. Little, at least yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, even when Dylan came back and we were skiing out, I was like, man, I think I'm ready to go do this next weekend because yeah. it's just like the adrenaline was addicting to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely know how hound guys, you know, get addicted to running oh, yeah. hounds and doing it. Man, I, if we could, that's what I'd be doing for sure because mm-hmm. it's super fun. But, you know, we aren't allowed to here in Washington. But it's cool, you know, to see the – uh, reservation guys doing it mm-hmm. because they're oh, allowed sure. to. So, so following so those guys and seeing them because, you know, this is probably just a lame story to them because they do it all every day out yeah. there, you know, going in caves, especially then they got dogs barking at them and everything. So, but for us, you know, it can't do it with dogs or anything. It's pretty rare. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially in your backyard where we also hunt other game. Yeah. You're helping out. Yeah. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we only – I think when Dylan and I looked at it, it was just over half a mile from our house is where it ended up dying. So that's, yeah, holy cow. Yeah. And we there's a couple other ones. Um, yeah. Say, you know, sightings coming around here, too. Yep. Yeah. Just I need to go get some bobcats now because there's a lot. We, we crossed a lot of bobcat tracks while tracking the cougar. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, yeah, that was, that's the story, and the video is now up on YouTube. We're live. I don't know exactly when uh, this podcast will go out, but, um, yeah, video's already live. So if you want to see the visual version, go check it out on YouTube at Hunt Trap and Horns Outdoors. And, yeah, follow us on all the other social media, Instagram, Facebook, and, yeah, anywhere you can get podcasts at as well. So we'll see you guys on the next episode. Yeah.